The Lord be with you. And with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days of Jesus being taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there, but they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. As they were proceeding on that journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury the dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to my family at home. To him Jesus said, No one who sets his hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. Gospel of the Lord. Very good to be with all of you. My name is Father Jason. I'm Father Mike's brother. Uh, right before Mass, someone greeted me the following way, are you the wicked brother from the north? <laughs> you know, so, and then someone else said that last week, my brother said that I would correct everything that he said in his homilies, and then someone pointed out, well, you probably don't listen to his homilies, do you? <laughs> but I must say that when I do listen to his homilies, I do enjoy them, and I, I do get a lot out of them. And I hope, it's, uh, I hope it's mutual. Um, so I was thinking on the way down, I drove down from Erie, Pennsylvania yesterday, uh, got in pretty early this morning, and I was thinking about preaching about the Gospel of Luke, because this is the year that we read from the Gospel of Luke, and we just got done with you know, Lent and Easter and the three celebrations of Pentecost, Trinity Sunday, and Corpus Christi. So now we're going to launch back into the Gospel of Luke, and we'll be reading every week from the Gospel of Luke until Christmas. So one of the things that I wanted to kind of talk about was what is unique about the Gospel of Luke? Um, all of you know, from probably from the smallest to the oldest, that there are four Gospels. And each of those Gospels, they do tell the same story, but they tell it in different ways. And I was thinking, imagine if someone were to ask you, you know, they don't know much about the Bible, and they would say, well, you're a Christian, you're a Catholic. What do the four Gospels say about Jesus? How are they different? What does Matthew say, or what does Luke say? What does John say? And if you're, like, at a loss right now, like, what would I say? Well, after this homily, you'll know how to respond to that question. So I was thinking, you know, when I was younger, or maybe when I was a teenager, I kind of wanted there just to be one Gospel. I was like, you know, why are there four? And I wanted to try to figure out, you know, which stories come first and how do you put everything together. In my old age of 44, <laughs> my old age, I actually appreciate the four different accounts. And I wanted to compare this 
to a football game, if you had myself, my brother, Father Mike, my brother Joe, and my brother-in-law Brent, and we were to go to a Pittsburgh Steelers-Cleveland Brown game. And you obviously know the result. The Steelers would win the game, and the, the Browns <laughs> would lose. You would, <laughs> wow, can I get an amen? <laughs> I was thinking that you would have four very different, well, two of the accounts would be very similar. My brothers and myself, we would be elated, and we would be praising the coach and the quarterback and all the different teams, uh, the, the team, but our, you know, the way we would tell the story would be slightly different, substantially the same, but we're both Steelers fans, and uh, we would be very similar. Well, that's kind of like the Gospels of Matthew and Mark. 90% of Mark's Gospel is found in Matthew, so... My brother Michael would plagiarize from my account. But they would be very, very similar. If you were to ask my brother-in-law, Brent, he would not be happy. He's a Browns fan, a diehard Browns fan, and he was a, a lineman in college. And he would talk about how terrible the game was and how horrible the team played. And he doesn't like the Steelers at all. My brother Joe, on the other hand, he does like the Browns, but he's big into fantasy football. And he probably would have players on both sides. And he would give you a different account of the game. So each of us would have seen the same game, but we would have told the story in slightly different ways. We would have brought something from our own experience to that, to that uh, seeing of the game. Well, I think the same thing happens with the four Gospels. When you read the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew wants to tell us that Jesus is the king. And so he talks about his lineage and how he descends from David. Matthew also wants to tell us that Jesus is the new Moses. And just as Moses gave the five books of the law to the people of Israel, Jesus gives five discourses. The most famous one is the Sermon on the Mount. That's one of the discourses that Jesus gives in the Gospel of Matthew. And so if you were to say, what does the Gospel of Matthew say about Jesus? Jesus is the king. And Jesus is the new Moses, and Jesus likes to talk. He likes to, he likes to preach. If you look at the Gospel of Mark, the first line tells us what the Gospel is about. It says the Gospel of Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. And at various points during the Gospel, you have the proclamation. Peter says, you are the Christ. And at the very end of the Gospel, the centurion proclaims, you are the Son of God. Truly, this was the Son of God. And Jesus is presented as a suffering Messiah, one who is the Christ, who is the Messiah, but he suffers, and he calls his disciples to follow him on the path that leads to the cross. If you read the Gospel of John, we have to realize that the other Gospels had already been written. John is writing towards the end of his life. He's about 90, 100 years old. And people started to deny that Jesus was God. And so John presents his gospel as a defense, that Jesus truly is God. And then the other thing that John does in his gospel is he gives us the foundation for the sacraments. He talks very spiritually about the sacrament of Eucharist and matrimony and confession and confirmation. It's very interesting to see that spiritual gospel. Um, I'll give you one insight. So... We have the miracle of Cana, right? The wedding at Cana. Jesus turns water into wine. But what's greater? Turning wine into the blood of Jesus. 
And so John tells us things that Jesus did that weren't recounted in the other Gospels. What about the Gospel of Luke? So reading the Gospel of Luke this year. The Gospel of Luke presents Jesus as a merciful Savior. Jesus is the Savior not just of Israel, but of the entire world. And so when Jesus goes to Jerusalem, kind of his like uh, death march, he's going to Jerusalem to die, he goes through Samaria. He doesn't have to do that, but he does so because he wants to gather all peoples into the church, into the kingdom of God. And many of the things that Luke tells us, many of the parables that Jesus says in the Gospel of Luke, they're about mercy. And so we need to imitate that mercy of Jesus. Jesus calls everyone to be part of the kingdom of God, to belong to the church, all men and women, all peoples of the earth. And what will they encounter in the church? They will encounter mercy. And so if you get that question, you know, what do the gospels say about Jesus? Very simply, the gospel of Matthew presents Jesus as the king, as the new Moses. The gospel of Mark presents Jesus as the suffering Christ, the suffering Messiah, the Son of God. The Gospel of Luke presents Jesus as the Savior, the Savior of the world who is so merciful that we only need to approach him and beg for divine mercy. In the Gospel of John, Jesus is God. Jesus is the Word of God, eternally begotten of the Father, who gives us those special gifts of the sacraments of the church.